the place to start and grow your business. It's called West, and we're going to learn more next on the Perception Podcast. This is the Perception Podcast. I'm Tom Garrity. Today, we have the opportunity to learn about West from its president, Agnes Noonan. Prior to joining West in 1991, Agnes served as a small business consultant in the United States Peace Corps in Costa Rica and as the executive director of the American Chamber of Commerce in Egypt. She holds a bachelor's in political science from Berea College and a master's in international affairs from the George Washington University. Today, she hails many honors and recognitions as there are in Albuquerque. Welcome, Agnes, and congratulations on your success with West. Thanks so much, Tom. It's great to be here. So can we talk a little bit about what West is, uh, its origins, and, and kind of you know the kind of the niche that it fills here in Albuquerque. Absolutely. So West was founded in 1989 uh, by three women as an organization uh, targeted to women. Initially, uh, West stands for Women's Economic Self Sufficiency Team. So it was founded with the mission of supporting and assisting any woman in New Mexico who wanted to start and grow their own business. So we have expanded that mission over the years, uh, continue to serve and target women, uh, people of color, and low-wealth New Mexicans. And what's the process? If somebody's interested in participating and seeing what West has to offer, what are the steps that they need to do? So we have a number of programs at West, so it really depends on where an individual is. If they are wanting to figure out whether their idea is feasible, Uh, We might suggest that they enroll in a nine-week business toolkit uh, course that we do. Uh, If they're looking for a small loan, they might approach us about a loan. Um, Some existing businesses will just set up consulting appointments because they have a specific issue they're trying to address. And here in the West Enterprise Center, of course, we uh, live with about 15, 16 of our client companies, and uh, we're able to start a business incubation program in 2009 when we opened the West Enterprise Center. And you also have a lot of community partners who will step up and assist. Kind of talk about that business investment with West. Absolutely. You know, one thing that's changed dramatically from the 1990s, I remember as I went around talking to people about West and our mission, uh, it was a bit of a hard sell to sell, you know, local micro business support. And today that has changed significantly. Uh, And uh, I, I would say there's probably over 60, 70 organizations in Albuquerque alone Uh, that uh, serve businesses in some way. Some are primarily lenders. Others serve primarily tech businesses. But there uh, is a level of collaboration today among many organizations, including West, where I think we all recognize that it, it truly does take a village to help support small businesses. And uh, there are going to be times when we may not be able to uh, fit the need of somebody, for example, small-scale food producers who need access to a commercial kitchen. So we'll refer them to our partner, the South Valley Economic Development Center. Um, And so it really just depends on what clients need. But it's great to see that uh, the organizations that are operating in the ecosystem here 
uh, there is a level of cooperation and collaboration that um, hasn't existed before. Okay, so I have to go totally off script. Actually, back to the script. Um, part of the introduction is something that I've always heard when people have introduced you about your uh, time in Egypt. What was that like, kind of running the chamber in Egypt? So I, I w- lived and worked in Egypt from 1983 to 1987. Uh, it was an incredible time. I had uh, had an undergraduate advisor in college who was from Lebanon, and I kind of credit him for the instilling this kind of love of all things international. I initially went to Egypt as part of a um, feasibility study team. I was working with a firm in Washington, D.C., and eventually, uh, you know, through lots of connections and relationships, um, was offered the job at the American Chamber. Uh, it was an interesting time to be in Egypt. That was uh, Those were the years when you'd hear about planes being hijacked and Achille Lauro and uh, so there were many times when we'd get uh, warnings from the U.S. Embassy in Cairo to keep a low profile, which I used to laugh about uh, because as the director of the American Chamber, you know, my, paper, my picture would show up in the paper, etc. But it was a great experience. Egypt uh, has, you know, just incredible, incredible history. And uh, it was amazing to me during my time there that uh, every day uh, they may discover something that is thousands and thousands of years old. Um, Egyptian people are lovely. Uh, I felt very safe in Egypt as a a single woman at that time. And um, I think one one thing that's understood misunderstood in this country is that a lot of the the violence there uh, is is political politically motivated but the Egyptian people are lovely and um, it's it was a great experience that's great thanks for uh, humoring me on that I, I've always been interested to learn more about it and of course it was part of your introduction when you gave a presentation very informative I thought it was very well received to the economic forum. Uh, earlier this year in uh, in 2019, um, what uh, talk talk a little bit about that presentation and some of the aha moments that you sensed from the crowd? You know, uh, first of all, it was great to have the opportunity to address the forum, which I attend regularly, and um, you know, it's a, it's a great way to keep informed about what is going on in the business community and. I find the presentations uh, are always, uh, you know, very informative, and uh, I think they educate us all about things we may not know about. Uh, in preparing for that presentation, uh, I knew that obviously I wanted to uh, provide some highlights about West and who we are and what we do and what our impact has been over the past 30 years. Uh, also brought a couple of clients with me, one who uh, is more in the high-tech area and another uh, who is a Spanish-speaking client uh, who has started a Venezuelan bakery. Those clients were intentionally chosen because I wanted to demonstrate the diversity of small businesses that are here in Albuquerque. Uh, we tend to hear a lot about tech businesses and maybe not so much about the thousands of other small and micro businesses that are doing all sorts of interesting things. 
the third part of the presentation, however, was for me uh, the meat of the presentation. Um, having lived and worked in the world of West for the past 28 years, uh, I know some things about what some of the challenges are that small businesses face. So my, my uh, objective was to really, one, educate people about why it's so important to pay attention and help support uh, small and micro businesses, uh, not only in Albuquerque. I think that's true uh, the country over. Uh, because the reality is that businesses with fewer than four employees, um, they uh, represent the majority of businesses all over this country. And uh, I also think here in Albuquerque, uh, the, the, a major point I wanted to make is that um, when you start looking at poverty rates, looking where people live in disinvested neighborhoods, um, that if we really want to build an inclusive economy, we have to recognize that um, there are uh, areas of this city where we need to continue to focus and invest and help support the small businesses that uh, have started and are wanting to start. Um, so I, I think that was part of the reason it was well-received, and I suspect that for some people in the audience, they also learned some things about their own city that they didn't know. Well, you can always tell when it's a, a good slide because everybody immediately pulls out the cell phones and they start clicking away, <laughs> start snapping those pictures and stuff. And some of the slides, which, by the way, we'll have available on the show notes, so we'll have a link uh, and the PDF uh, available there so you can click and see what we're talking about. But some of the slides really kind of talked about uh, the median household incomes in select Albuquerque neighborhoods. And I think that provided some real aha moments, as did the poverty rates by ethnicity in Bernalillo County. Um, how does that information play into the West mission? West has always uh, targeted its services and has been very committed to supporting uh, folks who do want to go down an entrepreneurial path, uh, but who may not have or not have had access to resources, access to the information they need. Uh, either because of where they live, the language they speak, their income level. I mean, we've had people walk through our door uh, who may even be getting some form of public assistance. That's not going to be the majority of, of people in terms of those who can start a business. But I think about some of our success stories in terms of the challenges that many of our clients walk through the door with. But I have been uh, amazed and privileged to get to know uh, some of the hardest working people I've ever met in terms of their willingness to do whatever it takes to make their business work. So here in Albuquerque, uh, and again, part of the presentation was that, uh, you know, the, the pockets of uh, the population that have the highest poverty rates are people of color. And part of my and and people of color make up sixty one percent of the Albuquerque population. So part of uh, you know uh, that point is, look, if if we want to have an economy that's working for everyone, 
then we need to pay attention to the largest segments of our population. Well said. One of the items that you talked about was the opportunity. What is the opportunity? And you talked about building a more diverse and inclusive Albuquerque economy, democratize access and opportunity to entrepreneurship. Uh, talk about that just a little bit. You know, uh, even here it, located in downtown Albuquerque um, with ample parking in front of our building, uh, that still poses obstacles uh, for people. Uh, there are some people who may not feel comfortable coming into an office building. There are people, because of language, uh, may not even know what resources exist or where, how to access them. Uh, the language piece, uh, you know, uh, we've got, what, 30, 35 percent of our households in Albuquerque are speaking Spanish at home. Uh, so the idea that if you want to widen access and widen opportunity, then we've got to provide services in the language that people feel most comfortable uh, learning. Uh, one other uh, project that I'll mention that we're working on is something called the Money Learning Lab, which uh, is a project that's been funded by the Kauffman Foundation. In fact, we just piloted it uh, after a year of uh, planning and research, uh, focus groups, uh, but it's a mobile lab where we can move it anywhere, neighborhood, South Valley, Borellis, International District, and have on-site uh, various folks in different disciplines, business consultants, bookkeepers, accountants, and businesses can come and through, uh, they can make an appointment in advance. We're doing an online a mobile assessment on people's phones. But they, we can move it into neighborhoods where businesses are located, making it easier for them to access. So we're very excited about this model because we think it's got, you know, we, of course, want to uh, take it statewide. Uh, and you think about that moving around in areas where in rural New Mexico that don't have that kind of access. So I think the idea of something mobile uh, obviously, we, we've seen lots of examples of that, uh, and I think we're going to continue to see more and more. West is celebrating 30 years uh, of helping small businesses and, uh, and fulfilling your mission. Uh, in a nutshell, the mobile program is part of that. What, what, does, what do the next 30 years look like? We've actually been asking that question of uh, a lot of our uh, supporters and donors uh, and clients. Um, you know, I, I think there will always be a need uh, for, biz for, you know, services that will help people figure out, okay, does this work? Because the basics of business, as I said in my forum presentation, are never going to change, right? You've got to have a product or a service that the marketplace wants. You've got to figure out if, you know, you can make money at it. You've got to figure out who your market is and how you're going to reach them. And then you've got to be able to manage the business. And I don't think any of those things are, are going to change. Uh, so, but I do believe the... Uh, the ways in which people may access business assistance and certainly the ways that we deliver it uh, will very definitely be different. Uh, we're doing uh, quite a bit of uh, online training now and, and, uh, and live streaming that to our regional offices 
uh, which is had had been our goal uh, all along with our uh, digital st- uh, media studio here at West, and that is how do we as an organization continue to deliver our own services in more cost-efficient ways and reach more people uh, through technology. So I think we will, as an organization, will continue to uh, explore that and, and, you know, what does 30 years from now look like? Uh, Well, it's an interesting question to think about, but we have, in fact, had at our board level conversations about what does West look like in 10, 15 years, even not so much 30. 30 is a big stretch of time. <laughs> but uh, it, it's going to be interesting. But uh, as I said, I, I, I think there will continue to be a need for the kinds of services that, that West provides. And how can people reach reach out to West uh, to take, take advantage and really learn and absorb everything you have to offer? Here. So West has, uh, we have a great website at www.wesst.org. Uh, we have a lot of information on our website about programs and um, our services. Uh, and uh, via phone, our main number here in Albuquerque at our headquarters at the West Enterprise Center is area code 505-246-6900. This concludes the episode of the Perception Podcast. For information about West, as Agnes said, visit their website, www.wesst.org. And for more podcasts like this, visit GarrityPR.com or AboutPerception.com. Agnes, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Tom. It's been great to be here.